Hey, what's up? Like, totally time for 90210. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Massive Late Fee Presents uh, Beverly Hills 90210 colon with Mark and Carol backslash episode number uh, underscore <laughs> starring Brandon Walsh. Uh, hi, I'm Mark. With me, as always, is my girlfriend, Carol. How are you doing, Carol? Hey, what's up? So, uh, we watched another episode of Beverly Hills 90210, Carol. Yes, we did, Mark. I guess I should look at you. <laughs> so, what? Uh, why don't you uh, take us through the the plot of this episode of, of BH90210? Okay, so this, this episode was actually fairly distributed between the twins, I would say. Yeah, I would agree. Even though Brenda definitely felt like she was getting less attention this episode. It's like if they were Siamese twins, it was a straight cut. Okay. Right down the head, you know? Sure. That's gross. They each share a lobe of brain. Oh. Um, so the episode starts out with um, Brandon deciding to run for class president. Yeah, Andrea asks him to do it. Which I guess is because she's trying to fulfill her own like fantasies and live vicariously through him. Absolutely. So he agrees to do that, and then Kelly and Donna are coming over to go out with Brenda, and they are both hanging all over him. It's like he said he was going to run for office and then just poured like love potion number nine all over himself right? or something. It's like Spanish fly is in the air. I don't know what, what other kind of aphrodisiac you want. I don't... Politicians really get uh, teenage girls going, huh? Apparently. <laughs> At least high school politicians. I guess. But yeah, Donna is all like flirting with him, which she's never done before. A little bit. Very little. She's she kissed him it. on the cheek and gave him that oh, look. Oh, oh Donna. Yeah. I'm thinking of Kelly. No, you're correct. Donna has never flirted with him before. So, and then Kelly, yeah, Kelly's always flirting with him. Yeah. Um, so they. Yeah, Kelly, or Donna, sorry to interrupt you again. No, you're okay. That's what the show's all about me interrupting you. <laughs> you trying to tell a story and me interrupting you constantly. This is, this is true. But Donna gave him a look. I mean, like, I've, I don't think I've ever seen any human being look at another human being that way before. <laughs> wow. She looked at him like. Like she was in the desert and he was a piece of chocolate cake. See, now if one is in the desert, I think water but she's would a girl. be more tempting she's than chocolate cake. Girls like chocolate though, right? Yeah. Like That's why. What about an anorexic looking at a piece of uh, chocolate cake? She can throw it up. Ew, that's bulimic. Bulimia nervosa. <laughs> Anyways, um, the girls go out to... Come for the meal. Stay for the toilet. <laughs> Believe me, Anurosa. It's a it's a trendy new restaurant in California. Seriously, what food. is wrong Stay with you? Seriously, come on. No, no, you're no. not going to, to Believe Me, Anurosa, new restaurant. No. All right. The girls mm -hmm. go out to a new coffee house. Slash, like, I don't know, performance place. I don't know what to... Fallout. I don't know what to say this, you know, call this, but 
They have like open mic nights and stuff. People are doing it's like a poetry slam, like from the fifties or the sixties, but it's not poetry. It's a weird cross between stand up and like exhibitionism, I guess. Just kind of like reading an essay. So like reading a short story or or something like that. It's it's a weird cross between that, except for the one hack comedian that they have that comes yeah. up there that's clearly like he came directly from 1985 <laughs> and just, you know, he's doing hacky jokes. Wasn't that Jack, the uh, owner dude or whatever? Jack who? I don't know. Jack. Well, okay. The, the, no, the, I thought that was the guy's name that was friends with the waitress and, you know, comes to I see Brenda I think maybe his name later. was Jack. Sure, yeah. <laughs> Wasn't that, isn't he the comedian? Yeah. Okay. That's I, I don't think he owns the place. No, because like she, so. it seemed like she was asked. Oh, no, she wasn't. I thought she was going to ask him for time off, but that's not what she asked him for. Never mind, people. She has to get him off. Oh. Why is your head in the gutter? Why is yours in the chastity belt? Oh, yuck, like gag me with a spoon. Right. There you go. <laughs> anyway. Your head's in the valley. It is. I'm in California with 90210. Thank you very much. Right. You're talking like it too. And the comedian at this club. I could be Nicolas Cage. He was in that movie Valley Girl. Right. <laughs> That's let's, not a bad Nicolas let's Cage. Let's talk 90210. So, <laughs> comedian is performing. Now, now I'll go into Keanu Reeves. Oh my God. I'm going to hurt I you. I don't in a know you, dude. I'm not here for you. I'm not here at all, apparently. That was from Speed. Okay. Being there? Remember that movie? No. <laughs> all right, go ahead. Are, are, are you sure? Mm -hmm. Absolutely positive. I think that we've got more uh, more stuff to put on your demo tape now. Okay. Your, your impressions. Yeah, yep. Okay. The comedian. The weirdest thing about this episode. <laughs> All right, you tell them about no, the episode. Ahead. The comedian did what? Starts heckling Kelly from the stage. And it's kind of like, Kelly is such a princess. Like, she, she wants to. Yeah. She wants to what? Now he's like doing obscene what? things with his tongue. Oh, Stop it. How's that obscene? You know why. I had a bit of food on uh -huh. both my, every part of my top and bottom <laughs> lip. I had a very messy popsicle. The comedian's very mean to Kelly. Mm -hmm. He's like saying that she's like too into clothes and makeup and way, way too much, too much makeup. makeup. Yeah. yeah. Totally rude. So she I don't think she was wearing too much makeup to you. No. And, but she's such a princess, she just wants to get up and walk out. Right. And instead, Brenda starts, like, heckling him back. And she really, like, holds her own against him, which was impressive. Yeah. So, because she has, like, apparently no sense of identity, she <laughs> gloms on to that and decides that she now wants to be a stand-up comedian, too. Well, she's also upset because Brandon is running for office and everyone cares about him and what he's doing and no one cares about her right. 
or what she's doing. She tries to have a conversation with her mom and her mom kind of, she's kind of listening, but she's also like not listening at the same time. Yeah. Like she's answering appropriately, but she's not thinking about why she's bringing this stuff up. She's not, you know, uh, she's not connecting it to the stuff that's actually going on in her household. And then she says, she says to her mom, do you ever feel like a disconnected phone or something? What did she say? Did you ever- yeah, like a phone call that's been disconnected. Yeah, like a phone call that's been disconnected. And yeah, her mom's like, oh, yeah, you feel that way because you're a teenager, basically. St- Sterling writing from the writers there. <laughs> Good job, boys. And, you know, Brenda was like crying before her mom walked in the room and they were having mm-hmm. this conversation. And her mom like does not acknowledge it at all. It's, no. it's very, very bad. There, especially in this episode, the pa- both the parents have their heads so far up Brandon's ass. It's disgusting. Oh, no, please, please share with them what you said during this episode. <laughs> well, the dad was talking about something like, you know, hey, get those buttons for when she's talking to Brenda. Get those buttons down here. And she's like, oh, yeah, you know, she brings them in. And he's like, oh, you know, I like these posters. And, you know, let's put like whatever. And he's talking about like how great it is. Brandon's feet are on the ground and like all this stuff. And I said, uh, I said, why don't you suck his dick a little more? Yeah. That that was that was just fantastic. Well, I mean, I guess it's gross because he's it's his yeah, dad. Yeah, it is. But in real life, it's not his dad. They're just two either actors. way. Ew. Oh wow, homophobia. Okay, the guy's like fifty, and Brandon's like eighteen. Yeah, you don't think that guy could could uh, please could please pull stop please a hard bodied oh my teenager. god. No, no if more. If he was a gay man no. trolling, Stop. he absolutely could. Stop. That guy's got a distinguished look. <sighs> Says, call me daddy. Daddy Walsh. <laughs> what the hell? Uh, the only reason I do this show is I don't care about you people. No, I do. But, <laughs> but the only reason I do this show is to see the look on your face every time I say something. Here's the thing, though. Yeah. They can't see the look on my face. Maybe we should start, we could buy a camcorder. Maybe we should start filming it. No. No? No. No? I, I don't want to have to worry that much about what it look Never like. Film Thank it. you. So Brenda makes friends with the waitress at this club. And this club actually does look, doesn't this look like somewhere you'd want to hang out? I mean. I kind of, yeah. There are places in Royal Oak that are, that are kind of like this. Yeah. You know, that's a, that for those of you that don't know, for those of you that live far from the madding crowd. Uh, by that I mean us. There are there's a city, uh, kind of an artsy city, I would say. That's probably its personality. Every sure. city has a little personality. Uh, there's a artsy city called Royal Oak that we don't live super far from. You know, it's it's not a bad drive to get there, and they have a lot of these trendy kind of up and coming places. Yeah. But it's set up like with living room furniture mm-hmm. and yeah. a stage kind of like in the middle of things. And, and, and everyone's drinking coffee. Everybody's smoking and drinking coffee. It's the weirdest thing because I guess in the 50s it was like malts. <laughs> like every fucking teenager wanted a malt for some reason. And now that it's the 90s, every teenager wants a cup of coffee. Yeah. Is it a rebellious thing, do you think? Because it's like we're not supposed to drink coffee. Do you think that's but why? we are supposed to drink coffee. I'm supposed to drink coffee. I don't know about you. Well, because it's a vasodilator, but or vasodilator. But why? Uh, but I mean, aren't you supposed to like? Can't stunt your growth and stuff like that. 
If you drink it when you're too young. Yeah, too when you're caffeine. too young. Those aren't young kids. Those are like 16 and up. They're they're old enough for coffee. Okay, I thought, I thought you had to be 18 or whatever. I don't like <laughs> coffee that much, so I drink it occasionally. But if I go to one of those places, I get a hot chocolate, and I don't give a fuck what people think. Yeah, pussy. Um, wow. No, I my favorite my favorite coffee is a um, cappuccino with a double shot of espresso and mm. a shot of raspberry with whipped cream. Okay. It's so good. Well, there you go. So y'all should go out and try that. Just saying. Yeah, have fun. <laughs> and then get to sleep. So because... Why don't you, like a... Like a uh, like housekeeping in a hotel. Why don't you go to everyone's house and put a uh, vial of crack and a uh, <laughs> pot of black coffee on their pillow too? Here you go. Nighty night. Hey, I have been drinking coffee since I was nine because of my asthma. So mm-hmm. I need the extra caffeine Gross. to get the, uh, you know, jolt. Gross suppressants. Well, yeah, I am only four foot 11. So mm-hmm. it's fine though. Yeah, you think I'm sexy. That's I'm all that matters. I'm tall, so. <laughs> um, so Brenda is, like we said, feeling just like in Brandon's shadow and like she doesn't matter. And she decides she wants to drop out of school mm-hmm. because she wants to hang out with these artsy people at the coffee shop where they're talking about politics and philosophy and things that matter. Well, that's what this girl did. The girl that she's like, yeah, you know, glommed the, the waitress. And she left home. And decided that she, you know, her, I think she said her sister or her, no cousin, I think her cousin was driving across the country. Yeah. And she was like, I'm, I'm going with you. And she got in the car and you know, that was, that was it. And yeah, Brenda wants to get her high school equivalency. Yep. GED. The good enough diploma, <laughs> which as you pointed out, apparently laws differ from state to state. Apparently we can't do that like they can. No, yeah, in, in Michigan, you have to, your your class has to have graduated whatever class you would have been in before you're able to take that test. Or you have to be 18, right? Or you have to be 18. And apparently, I guess in California, it's different, or they're just making it up. I don't yeah, know. who knows? This was also years ago. Yeah, it was so about it could five have changed. years ago. About five years ago. But, I mean, was... I did look into it before just out of curiosity, and that's mm-hmm. what I was told. So, okay. so um, her parents, of course, say no. And then the waitress is talking about going um, out of town. She says she has a family emergency. Can I go see her parents? She asks the comedian, I believe his name is Jake or Jack, to house it. And he says no. But Brenda offers to. Yeah, I'll let a 16-year-old house it for you. (laughs) And apparently her parents decide this is the lesser of two evils and allow her to uh, do this. She prefaces, prefaces, prefaces it. By saying, I'm leaving. I'm moving out. I'm moving out, yeah. As she's packing her things. Which is like, if she was my daughter, no. No. Not happening. Yeah, she's a little nuts right now. If she was my sister, because that's more age appropriate. Like, if I was Brandon, I'd be like, you're not leaving? What are you talking about? Well, I I think he did tell her she was being stupid, didn't he? Yeah, but that's all he said. You're you're being stupid. Now let me go back and uh, get my picture taken a thousand times for this fucking campaign. Yeah, because, oh, oh yeah, Kelly and Andrea both want to manage Brandon's campaign. Yes. Now, like you said, it was Andrea's idea for him to do this, and mm-hmm. she was going to manage his campaign. And she's, like, really upset because Kelly wants to, too, and he says she can. Right. That they both can. 
There's room enough for both of you in my bed. I mean, in this campaign. Right. Brandon says. And eventually, um, Andrea gets so upset, she she leaves because Kelly just is trying to, like, sexualize him to win the yeah. campaign. Oh, yeah. Because Just because she wants to sleep with him. It's like, I, if I were him, I'd be a little insulted because she's kind of acting like his looks are all that matter. Well, yeah, they don't talk about issues at all at, at any point. The, all of the video, every like anytime he's going up and shaking somebody's hands, it's like, hey, you're going to vote for me, right? And the, the video is all about Bran, the man. He'll get it done. And it's like, they don't get say what, what it is. Yeah. And then his first idea, just to skip ahead a little bit, when they get to the debate, his first freaking idea is uh, I'm going to have rock bands at lunch every day. Like, like that's a sustainable idea for yeah. one. And two, you, you're at lunch. You can't, like... Okay, I get to see 50 minutes of, like, a, a freaking concert. Like, that's not an experience. 50 minutes of a concert? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I I think it would be too disruptive to the eating experience, in my opinion. What? Okay, so what's your favorite band right now? Um, 1995's Hottest Band. <laughs> Probably Offspring. Okay. So if the Offspring came to our our school every day and performed at lunch. Mm-hmm. You'd be cool with that? Yeah. All right, I guess. Why wouldn't you? I mean, like... Because I want to eat and talk. You I want to hear a fucking loud-ass concert. You can eat and watch somebody perform at the same time. Yeah, you can, but it's not... That's not conducive to good digestion or... <laughs> okay, Grandpa. Or conversation <laughs> or anything. Everybody's all Twitter pated. Well, if they came every day, I guess you wouldn't be Twitter pated anymore. No, but I mean, I assume he means it would. He'd switch it up every day. But here's the other thing too: he can't be talking about famous bands. No, I'm sure he's got to be talking about just you know some local scum band. Yeah, a garage band. And it's like I don't want to hear them. Yeah. Yeah, it's not a great idea. I'm not saying it is. I'm just saying I don't think that it's as terrible as you think. But it is unsustainable. But the, the it's not his first idea. His first idea before the debate is to get the high the high school cafeteria to donate the leftovers to the homeless. Yeah, the stuff they're as he puts it, the food they're going to throw out. So it sounds like give our garbage to the homeless people. <laughs> I don't think that's what he meant. I also now I don't know a ton about charitable giving or anything like that, but I also don't think it's as easy as all that. Because the food that they're serving in the cafeteria is perishable. You know, you have to get it to the homeless very quickly. And there's a lot of money involved in that. You have to have trucks. You have to have ways to store it, refrigeration if possible. You know, you have to be able to take it to certain centers. you got to pay people to drive those trucks. They need insurance. The trucks need insurance. There's a lot of costs associated with that. That's why I've heard them say many times... The best thing you can do for charity is donate money. Yeah. That's what they need more than anything else. Because anything that they try to implement, it, it all... They, there was a report that I saw one time where they were talking about why don't farmers just... Because farmers throw away a lot of food. They Like, farmers throw away a lot of stuff that they grow because it doesn't look pretty enough or whatever to make it into the supermarkets, even though it's perfectly fine mm-hmm. to eat. It's perfectly good. It just doesn't look great. Okay. Um, And they, they end up throwing it away. And it just ends up rotting in the ground until it decomposes and, you know, then becomes part of the soil. 
But, you know, the reporter was like, why don't you donate this stuff to the homeless? And they were like, oh, yeah, we looked into that before, but it's, you know, you got to do this, you got to do that, you got to do that. And it's like, it's a nightmare to, like, wow. try to get that. That's the biggest problem. We have enough food to feed everybody in the country. That's not the problem. Problem is getting it from one place to another place. Yeah. Well, you know, like, I, I volunteered in a soup kitchen before. Mm-hmm. And, you know, saying that they're going to give the stuff that they were going to throw away isn't far from the truth. I mean, the food that they get is not good. Like, there's moldy bread and vegetables that are rotting. And, yeah, I mean, it's they're getting the stuff that people can't sell. Right. Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah. That's sad. So, donate money to a place. And then they... That, that's the easiest thing for them to do is just buy food for them, you know, to be honest. You know, Kroger gives away um, their, like, baked goods. Oh, do they? Yeah, okay. like the day-old stuff. I think Farmer Jack might do the same. Farmer Jack. I think yeah. Farmer Jack might do the same kind of thing. Yeah, they give away their day-old baked goods to be sold for, like, fundraisers and stuff at uh, school. Yeah. They should be giving it to a soup kitchen instead. Yeah, I agree. More sense. I agree. For those of you that live on the East Coast and have like Queen Supers, and I don't know what they have in the West Coast, A and P or whatever, but th- those are grocery stores uh, in near us, near the Midwest. <laughs> I believe Farmer Jack is mostly just like us and maybe like Ohio, Indiana, Foodland, Illinois. Yeah, Foodland is I think the same way. Kroger is probably national, but I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how far west they go, but anyway. Yeah, back back to the point. <laughs> um, so okay, so Brenda is gone to house it for this girl. Yeah, Kelly is making this video for Brandon. Well, she she bribes David Silver. Yeah, into making the video, even though he's moderating the debate and views it as a conflict of interest. But she's like, "Oh, I was hoping that uh, you know we could go on a date at, at the victory party or whatever." Yeah, she's such a... She's acting like a giant hoe bag. Oh, for sure. It's really pissing me off. Because she's all over Brandon and all over David. And David, and no offense, he looks like a little puppy. Nobody wants to fuck him. No. You don't fuck the little puppy. No. So you guys out there, if you look like a little puppy, you're not getting laid. I mean, maybe, you know, like when he gets older, when he's in college, he's nice looking, but not yet. <laughs> he yeah. He to and, hold and off for a while. Part of it is the attitude, too, though. Yeah. Like, part of it is, and I mean, obviously, you know, no offense to, I can't even remember the, Brian Austin Green? Yeah. The name of the guy that plays the character? No offense to him, obviously this character is written in this way specifically. Right. But, yeah, part of it's the personality of the character. Yeah. That's the puppy dog thing. So, guys, you know, you don't, here's the thing. Here's a little, here's a little dating advice from, from Mark of Massive Late Fee. So you can get hot chicks like me. Right. Now, listen, guys. You you don't. There's a fine line between uh, being a total wussbag and being a complete prick. And a lot of guys will tell you, "Hey, you want to be an asshole to your lady. You want to, uh, you know, you 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 want to negatively compliment her and tell her that, oh, you know, uh, I, I love the confidence that you have that you can go out with your hair just looking like that, you know, and, and things like that. That doesn't work. That's uh, called being a complete douchebag, and and you'll only get a very certain, very low self-esteem type of woman, and uh, you'll not have a good relationship. So what you need to do is you need to just be confident." 
you, you don't want to go all the way and be a complete douchebag. But you don't want to be a complete wuss either. You you want a happy medium. Now, everyone's medium's a little different. Maybe you're a little closer to douchebag naturally. Pull it back a little bit and just be just be confident. Just know that you have worth and that if uh, whatever lady that you're interested in isn't necessarily interested in you, that it's not a commentary on you as a human being. Everyone just has their own personal preferences, and maybe she'll, uh, you know, maybe she won't want you, but but another uh, fine young lady uh, around the corner will. So just be confident, put yourself out there, and uh, you'll be fine. Or, you know, be yourself and uh, don't worry about it, and don't act any certain way to get somebody. Just wait for somebody to want you the way you are. But that's what I'm saying. Be a confident version of yourself. Don't, like, you're telling people they shouldn't be confident? In who they are. I'm not saying they shouldn't be confident, but it sounds like you're saying, you know, you're saying pull back a little and act like whatever. Just be you. That's all that matters. Well, douchebags should be a little bit less douchebags. Oh, you know what? Douchebags should continue to be douchebags so that we know, so we don't get into bad situations. But I, I, I don't mean like just change to get a girl. I mean, just change your attitude completely. Well, okay. Yeah, that I'll give you. So. I think you'll give me. Okay, so Kelly mm-hmm. gets this video of Brandon made. Yeah. And they want to have a viewing party, which Brenda says she cannot do because she is house sitting. She has coming. to feed. She is being really, really douchey herself. I, she has to feed this girl's fish who's gone out of town. She's house sitting for her. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when you're out on your own, you'll know what real responsibility is like. Oh, yeah. It's very funny. Yeah. she. I mean, I'm sorry, Brenda, but no. You're not on your own, Brenda. Right. House-sitting is not the same. You're playing. Correct. You're playing at having your own place. You're playing house. And so while she is there at this house, or no, while she was at school, when she comes home, mm-hmm. all the furniture's gone. She thinks the place is being robbed. So did I. <laughs> yeah, everybody. I was like, she didn't jiggle that fucking key enough. Yeah, because the waitress said that. So, and there's a guy still in there, so it's a scary moment, but apparently it's being repossessed. All her furniture is being repossessed. Mm-hmm. He's like, we don't need permission to repossess this stuff, lady. Let me give you a little more expedition. <laughs> she ain't uh, she ain't made her payments. And um, so when the place is like empty, then the comedian dude shows up, Jack, Jake, whatever. Where did she get that? Where did she get that mattress from? Because they take the bed frame, but they leave the mattress. Uh-huh. Maybe they don't. Maybe even if she got the mattress on credit or however she got it, that they're repossessing it. Maybe they won't take the mattress back. Oh, who, yeah. Who wants to sleep on a mattress? Used mattress, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, he shows up with a can of Franco spaghetti. How did he know that she would need food? Well, he has house sat for this woman before. Oh. So, and you know, in the beginning, Brenda was eating her food, remember? So yeah. there was some food. It was the. It was still the only, like, Brenda took like two bites of some cupcake or something like that. And at the end of, like, near the end of the episode, it's still the only thing in the refrigerator. Yeah. And she's only taking two bites out of it. What, what's she eating? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe she's only eating at school. I don't know. Yeah, who knows? But he shows up with some food. And, um, you know, he's, like, kind of flirting with her. And did he light a joint or a cigarette? It was a cigarette. Okay. And he's like, let's, you know, imagine a beautiful romantic dinner. Mm-hmm. So I think maybe something might have happened there. Because uh, she seemed kind of open to it. I think I I had that that thought at first too, and then I thought like it was gonna turn really dark, and she was like gonna like you know not get sexually assaulted, 
when he was going to get like rapey with her. Oh. But then it it didn't obviously it didn't go that way. But I thought that that might be what was going to happen. It was like another lesson for Brenda. You know, this is what it's like on your own kind of thing. But God, I hope not. Well, it didn't happen. So, but I mean, like, what a lesson! That's what it's like on your own. You get raped. I mean, what? what well, I'm this? not saying every woman gets raped, but I'm just saying I'm just saying that's something they do in a TV show. So there's a knock on the door, uh-huh. and it is Brandon. Yeah, and Kelly. And Kelly. And David Silver and Steve and a bunch of other people from school. Steve is the biggest douchebag in this entire <laughs> episode, too. He's like, first he says something like, you know, hey, you know how the last guy that won president won president? He took a different girl out every day of the week so he could nail down their vote. And it's like, like I said, that's seven votes. Right. That's not. Yeah, that that's not going to do it. <laughs> But, um, yeah, apparently, like, wherever they were going to have this viewing party didn't work out. And I want to know why they even had the address of where Branda is, first of all. Branda? <laughs> you, you completely renamed her Branda. <laughs> Branda. So, how do they uh, even have the address? You're never going to live that down, now. <laughs> the next letter we get is going to be from, uh, you know, hey, uh, where's Branda? So, they just take over this apartment that they're not even invited into. Mm. And while they're there, they lose the gas yep. and the electricity. It's a comedy of errors. It's like a, a Marx Brothers movie or something like that. Oh, there's no food in here. Well, let's uh, let's have some water. Oh, no water. Uh, let's uh, <laughs> let's plug this this uh, TV in. Oh, we lost the electricity. Yeah, is bad. Every every utility company was like, "Hey, let's coordinate this for maximum effect, guys." <laughs> So, yeah, she loses all her furniture and all of her utilities at the same time. Oh, the phone gets shut off. Yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah her Lego phone was disconnected. Mm-hmm. What the fuck was that? It was cool. I it looked like it. a spaceship from 1983. So, Brenda is learning the hard lessons of being on her own and realizing that the waitress was not doing as well as she thought. Right. And then it's time for the debate. Mm-hmm. So, Great debate. Brandon starts actually talking to the guy he's running against. I think his name was Mike Miller or something. Yeah, like it was Mike something. Mike Miller, yeah. And he was Crater Face Nelson <laughs> on an episode of Beverly or not Beverly Hills, not too on an episode of Saved by the Bell. Yeah. Yeah, he did look familiar, so that that's cool. Um That was the episode where Screech accidentally creates an acne cream. And of course you know that because you are obsessed with Say by the Bell. But the unintended consequence mm-hmm. is that it turns your face maroon. Any, pl- any place you put it, only temporarily for about a day. Unfortunately, Kelly has a pimple, so she uses it because it really does get, you know, like completely take away acne, like a f- miracle drug, right? But she put it everywhere on her face just in case, and her entire face was maroon right before... The homecoming queen pageant. Oh, what no. is she going to do? <laughs> Luckily, one of Bayside's colors is maroon. And she showed so much school spirit that she won instead. And plus, she's Kelly Kapowski. It's not like she wasn't going to win. But what I want to know is they tr- they treat that like it's a fucking worthless piece of shit because it turns your face maroon for like two days. It gets completely rid of acne without a trace 
<laughs> it would be they would people would line up to get that. Yeah, I'll have my face be maroon for two days and then go away right. with no ill effects. That's a weekend. That's no big deal. Oh my god! So he's talking to this guy. Yeah, and it turns out that this guy has run before and lost and has all this experience. He's like worked on real campaigns mm-hmm. and you know has is super qualified. He's interested in politics. Yeah. He's in the honor society. Dude is putting in the work. So Brandon realizes that he shouldn't win. <laughs> Correct. And decides to throw the debate. So the guy, you know, like you said, his first thing he says that he wants to do is bring in the bands mm-hmm. for lunch. And the opponent's uh, first question is, and you know, how are you going to do that? Yeah, first of all, they don't treat this like an actual debate. They just say to Brandon, what's your first order of business going to be? And then the guy responds, that's not how a debate works. But you can see why he lost, because in the most timid way in the world, he's like, do you know what kind of permits you need to do that? And, um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the kind of the red tape. I, I, I tried to do this for the, uh, the school dances, and it's, uh, it's very difficult to, uh, you know, it's like he's not speaking strongly. In any, right. He might have all the ideas, but he needs, you know, he needs, to, he needs self-confidence. He too. needs charisma. He needs an injection of self-confidence. So Brandon decides to say, you know what? I don't know what I need to do to do this, but Mm -hmm. you do. So, you know, you're more qualified and I'm giving you my support. And I'm dropping out. So now this guy is going to be school president and Brandon wasted all those people's time, money and energy. Yep. Good job, Brandon. And it's like (laughs) it reminds so it reminds me of of Darth Vader, Darth Vader's arc in in the Star Wars movies. How so? Well, so Darth Vader, by the way, I've heard rumors. I'm not, I'm not going to get into it. I've heard some rumors. So. Okay. Um, but Darth Vader uh, is a, like the worst person in the entire world. The worst person in the galaxy. He murders a bunch of people. He chokes people to death with his mind. He's a complete asshole. He tries to kill everyone. And at the very last second of his life, He's like, oh, I'll do something good now. I'm a good person now. Oh, can I go to can I go to Jedi Heaven? Right? And it's like, yep, you get to go to Jedi Heaven. You earned it for that one thing that you did after all the horrible stuff you did. Obi-Wan and Yoda lived fucking perfect lives for their entire lives to get to Jedi Heaven. And uh and what's his name? Anakin Skywalker slash Darth Vader just gets to do one thing and, and be good. That's what this episode was from Brandon. Brandon was a complete asshole to Brenda, to uh, all his friends, to Andrea, to basically everybody. At the very last second, he did the right thing. And it's like, oh, we all forgive you. You're a good person. Right. Yeah. And it's annoying. Oh. He's, he had, he had some, he has an apology to her to go on that we didn't see. Yeah. And, um, Kelly, can I just say real quick? Yeah, just interrupt you one more time. Sure. Can I just say knock real yourself qu- out. Can I just say real quick that I had no, no I had no. no idea. No, I had no idea. Hey, by the way, yeah, uh, you're rude. Okay, thanks. Okay, I had no idea when we started this because I'd never seen an episode of Beverly Hills 90210 before. Uh-huh. You liked the show. Yeah, I had no idea when I started this how invested I would get in this <laughs> stupid show. But I'm super, like, invested in the show now. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. So, 
Kelly was flirting so much with Brandon during this whole time, right? Like, they're almost about to kiss. Oh, yeah. Just, you know, just throwing that out there. And he's like, I don't think Brenda would like this or something. Didn't somebody said something like that? Brenda would like what? Like them, like being together. Oh, I don't, I don't remember. I don't remember that part. I'm going to, I'm going to say yes, though. I'll go with you. I think so. Um, but it just seemed like they might be hooking up. And then at the end, she ends up on the date with David Silver. Yeah, that's, you know, I guess that's interesting and maybe somewhat honorable of her because he dropped out like, it, you know, if there was ever a, a time to welch on a promise, right. it would have been then, I guess. But she went, she did go through with it. She did. And they did it by going to the... Um, the Fallout. Yeah, that's the name of that club. The coffee shop. And they, you know, get to hear Brenda do her thing, her stand-up thing. Mm -hmm. That's not really, like, stand-up at all because it's not funny, even though people laughed. It's weird. It's basically she's... So what she did is what we did just now, basically. Yeah. (laughs) Without the humor because we're funny. But she she just... she, She summarized her plot arc in the episode of this show... And she threw in a couple things like, hey, you know, uh, I wanted to be on my own and everything, uh, but where do I shop? Mom's. Right. Hey, you can't beat the price. And it's like, you're not funny. And like she she tried to do this stand up thing in the other episode, too. You, you're not funny, Brenda. She is not. Shannon Doherty. Also, you're not funny. I'm sorry. You, you're a good actress. Probably you could be in a lot of serious movies or whatever. You're not. You do not belong in a comedy. Correct. So, yeah, and then it ends with uh, her going home with her family. Yep. And that so. is, that's where we end. So I think they both learned something. Yep. Brandon learned uh, not to be a dick, but if you do, at the end, everyone's going to forgive you anyway. <laughs> as long as you have a last second change of heart. And Brenda learned to take her time. Yep. And to experience high school and whatever. Yeah. And that life's not all it's cracked up to be. <laughs> Yeah, she's not looking forward to being an adult as much as she thought she was. Dude, would you want to live on your own right now? Yeah. Well, we're closer to that time period, but yeah, Brenda's not. Wouldn't you? If it was with you, sure. Aw. But, you know, I know we're not going to get married. Because, uh, oh, my God. Let it go. You said that. <sighs> you say that to me so often. I'm going to make a song. Out of that phrase. Okay. Let it go. Go for it. Yeah. <laughs> Let it go. Yeah. Don't hold me back. The demo tape. Don't hold me back. And on, on that note, um, have, a, have a good night, everybody. And uh, yeah. Be we'll sh- see you next time. <laughs> Why don't you listen to the more shows? Listen to tapes. And uh, And tell your friends. Tell your friends. And give us the stars and all that stuff. Stars in the sky. All right. We're done. Bye. Bye.